The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee to spread a little aloha around the world. And I know we can work it out. 
morning, uh, Wade and Amanda. My name is Captain Craig. I help run a company called The Pantry here in Oahu. We are starting a podcast out in regards to nutrition and food and helping our clients become a little bit more aware of what we're doing. We are a food-based distribution um, for the food bank, uh, but we do a little differently. I'd love to have a conversation with you and get you on our show. Um, I'm from Boston as well, so I've got a little bit of the background. A yacht captain been stuck here for the last year. Um, not a bad place to be stuck, but I'd love to get a hold of you and have a conversation. Could you please contact me at, at your earliest convenience? Thanks, and looking forward to having a conversation with you. Aloha. How's it, and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. All right, and we just came into the podcast with S. Dib running. Uh, good group. Right? We haven't played any of those yet. Wow, we yeah. haven't, huh? Nope. So S-Dib is an amazing band we'll be playing throughout today's podcast. So please download their albums on iTunes and Spotify. S-Dib is a Jawaiian reggae band that stands for San Diego Island Boys, where they currently reside. The name is a tribute to their Hawaiian heritage. Oh, pretty cool. I didn't Whee! know. <laughs> I never knew what S-Dib was. Right? Exactly. Now we do. Awesome. Okay, we also came into a voice message from Captain Craig. (laughs) I love that name. Right? Mahalo, Captain, for the message. Um, What I'll do is touch base with Captain Craig on Facebook, so expect a friend request from me, and we can discuss about this podcast he's doing. So it sounds like Craig has been with us here in Hawaii from Boston since the pandemic and helps run a program called The Pantry. Feeding Hawaii Together, which is a nonprofit organization and full food distribution service for people in need. And now more than ever, I'll tell you, now we need organizations like this, like the pantry and the food bank, because people are starving here in Hawaii. Absolutely. It's super awesome what he's doing. Yeah. The concept behind the pantry is to serve those in need in a, you know, kind of like a grocery store style setting, uh, providing those in need the opportunity to choose the food they want or need. This not only eliminates food waste, but supports those in becoming more self-sufficient. So mahalo, Captain, for being a part of that organization and making it your kuleana to support those in need. Thank you. Mahalo. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about podcasts, you know, we still get to do podcasts with Ty from Kauai on the Kauai podcast. And we got to do one with Larry uh, from Nobody Knows Your Story. Oh, that's right. And both are patrons. So, yeah. So, we got to do some podcasts with them. So, you guys, if you guys still want to do that, please let us know. And we can set something up to make it happen in the near future. You know, we are super, super busy right now. Uh, but if we spread it out, I think uh, we can get those podcasts done. Yeah, I'm always super busy, so it doesn't matter. I'll just do it. Super busy. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going into a really, really super busy time right now because business is going to start picking up, I think. I'm getting more and more calls and Yay. emails, and everyone wants to start booking in April and beyond. So It's exciting. It's exciting, and it's kind of a little bit uh, stressful. <laughs> nerve-wracking. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So this week, we're going to be discussing things we are guilty about in Hawaii. But before we do, we have good news. Oh yeah, what do we got? Hawaii will be moving into Tier 3. Tier 3 out of Tier 4. Yes. Four tiers. (laughs) Well, we're not going backwards, I hope. 
No, so that's really exciting. So finally, after being stuck in Tier 2 forever. I think it's been four months since we've been in Tier 2. <laughs> it's probably been. It's been forever. Yeah, yeah. So Oahu's seven-day average is currently at 26 cases a day, which is highly impressive. Uh, best state in the country for that at this moment. Uh, this virtually guarantees the island will move to Tier 3 of its reopening strategy at the end of this week. I think it is today or tomorrow. Today. Today. Today is the big day. Whee! I'm so excited just because, I mean, I know it's not going to really affect us in any drastic ways, but at least, like, it's a really big step for moving forward and getting closer to Tier 4. It is, exactly. Distancing rules will still apply in Tier 3. However, there are no capacity limits for retailers in spiritual services social gathering sizes will increase from five to ten in a group restaurants can also allow parties of ten in a group gym and restaurants will allow uh, be allowed to increase capacity from 25 percent to 50 percent uh, after four months of waiting for the case count to drop some business owners say tier three couldn't come at a better time we're at the point where we're just surviving, says Polly Lane's owner, Art Makedo. Makedo said the state's oldest bowling alley may still open after all. Oh, Polly. Yeah, yeah. If we don't get to tier three, we'll close for good, he says. He's 80 years old. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Pla yeah, places like Polly Lane's and Kailua are essential for both physical and mental health and should be opened for customers. I think it's true. Start yeah, opening this I'm stuff so up. I'm so glad because it's just, I don't know, it's been there forever. Yeah, we don't want to lose more old places again, and that's one place we don't want to lose. I mean, I love the bowl there. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's a cool place. Tier 3 does not allow for bars, pubs, or nightclubs to open yet. Uh, that is to the that is going to be determined in Tier 4. Struggling businesses that plan to open under Tier 4 don't have much longer before they will close for good. Now, this is sad because, uh, I mean, the bars, the nightclubs, the, you know, some of the breweries and stuff, they've just gotten the, the uh, ultimate shaft in all this. It's true. And these are some of the places that a lot of people come to go to when they come to Hawaii. And it's one of the business ideas that we have. And, like, we can't do anything until these places open. Right. So hopefully Tier 4 comes soon. Yeah. Honolulu Mayor says he is considering changing Tier 3 restrictions to accommodate bars and youth sports. We'll see. I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe youth sports, but I don't know if the bars are going to open in Tier 3. We'll have to we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I heard that he mentioned that too, but yeah, we'll just have to see how things go. Right. If the average case count stays under 20, the soonest Oahu would move to the least restrictive Tier 4 is March 25th. That's exciting. That's going to come really quickly. Yeah, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into the top 20 things to be guilty about in Hawaii. Okay. So first up, feeling guilty about complaining about anything. Yeah, we tend to complain a lot here, but the thing is, is that we really can't complain because... People aren't going to be playing the violin for us here in Hawaii. Nobody feels bad for us. I mean, it's true. Hawaii has a lot of problems. There really are. But when you look at our overall lifestyle, it's so <coughs> much better, in my opinion, than living on the mainland that it's true. We really shouldn't be complaining. Nobody wants to hear it. We complain about all the same things that the people on the mainland complain about. It's, it's the same little things. Bill paying, this costing too much, this and that. Traffic once in a while. 
but you can't really can't complain about those things and you feel bad about them <laughs> and saying people oh you know i was in traffic for an hour today what are you complaining about and then they'll say well how many rainbows did you see <laughs> i got i saw six or how many waterfalls did you see running down the side of the mountain <laughs> while you're stuck in traffic so i mean you can't you can't continue to do that because eventually what i noticed is that you know you, you actually inside like you feel guilty about talking about it because eventually if you just complain about things like that and post it everywhere your friends just won't like look and talk and listen to you anymore <laughs> so it's just like you can't complain if it's something really major and something really horrible happened right yeah complain okay. about it but and all the things that the mainlanders go through uh the normal stuff that you should be complaining about you can't because they'll come up with a reason why you shouldn't be complaining about it and, and then they're, they're probably, probably right yeah they're probably right so <laughs> that's one of the issues that we have and we feel guilty about bitching and complaining i mean yes there's a million you know gas is expensive in hawaii yeah but you get to yeah, but, yeah, but the, the, the thing is yeah but you're driving in hawaii i know exactly and, and it's just like is this really going to be the excuse everybody uses i go what are you bitching about it's true but yeah so we don't talk we don't tell anybody what's going on because <laughs> you know oh you know g gas has gone up to four dollars Ooh, did you drive you know down h3 and I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, you can't bitch about those things anymore. So we feel guilty about complaining and, and we kind of don't anymore. Yeah. We just keep it inside while I complain. I well, complain. you complain to me, but you probably don't complain to people in the mainland. No, I, 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 I just say, oh, it's, I'm just having another wonderful day. <laughs> and, and, and how, how can I complain about that? You know? So, yeah. How can you complain about there being a strong wind that's making you put on, you know, a light long sleeve oh, shirt yeah, for it's, the it's, day? It's 63 degrees out. Oh, God, help me. All right. <laughs> so feeling guilty about how bad the mainland has it. This is, this is one of the things. This is one of the things. The mainland has it a whole nother world over there. There's, there's things going on on the mainland that isn't happening here. A lot of, yeah, a lot of violence. And violence. Yeah. A lot of. You know, you know all, all the things that we don't even want to talk about on this show, um, <laughs> right? It's just happening there, and we feel bad, and we're like, you know, we can't come out and how can we come out and say, well, that's not happening here. We really feel bad for you guys, like as if it's like a, like a jab or something. You know what I mean? Like it's a jab at them. Right. It's, that's not what we're doing. We're just saying well, it's just, it's just better to live here. It's a better life here. It is. You know, be, and, and if you know. On the mainland, everything is kind of just impacted, and here, it just goes right over our heads. We don't bother with it. We don't think about it. It doesn't and directly affect us. No, and we live our lives. We live our lives. Whereas on the mainland, you're like, you're worried, oh, is there going to be an insurrection? Is it going to be this? You know, am I going to get beat up down the street? Is this going to happen to me? You know, just with all the craziness that's going on with the politics and all this other shit, we don't really think about that stuff here and and we feel guilty about it mm -hmm. do we not feel guilty about that stuff oh, it's true like it's the, true. like we bitch about the mayor or the governor doing something stupid that's the best we can do <laughs> i mean that's that's really it i mean how can we bitch and complain about this all the time we do sometimes because we don't want to see the things in hawaii change and become more like the mainland of course this is the why we actually do complain at all why if we, we care. do yeah why we care so much because we want hawaii to stay the way it is and be so carefree and wonderful 
for the people who live here. And it's kind of like there's a, you know, we've talked about it, the Aloha bubble. The there's bubble, a bubble, yeah. That's a really good point. It's a good way to put it. There's a bubble around Hawaii, and, and we're... We want to keep it. <laughs> we just bounce everything off that comes to the, from the mainland. <laughs> and we don't we don't bother. And, and, and maybe some people on the mainland don't want to hear that, and we kind of have a feeling that too. So we're guilty about what's happening on the mainland and we feel bad we're guilty and we're also grateful for our bubble <laughs> we are very grateful exactly <laughs> all right feeling guilty that we don't have to deal with any cold or snow in our winter well this one's been huge right now i feel guilty posting beautiful hiking pictures when people have mounds of snow and frigid temperatures back home <laughs> yeah i mean we, we can't we can't bitch and complain about there being a cold rainy day in the high 50s or low 60s when they have a pool of vortex over there i know which sounds like yeah it sounds like back um where i'm from they had some nice warm sunny days yeah i heard texas is back in the 70s now yeah so so, it was kind of a couple of weeks and that was it when i say warm i mean relatively warm for winter time in pennsylvania Yeah. (laughs) yeah so i mean there's no way we can ever complain about the weather here you know like we said you know this 365 days a year right and 300 of them are sunny here I mean, it's it's we can't bitch about these things. And I love the rainy days here; they're beautiful. And, and that's on top of it, right? If we didn't have any rainy days and we had 365 days of sunshine every day, that would get a little, just a little too monotonous. It probably would. Yeah. And I can't it wouldn't even be so lush I, and green and beautiful here. I can't, I can't here. even believe we're talking about this. I know. <laughs> I feel so bad. The past the past <laughs> few weekends, I've been oh. like trying to enjoy a little beach time here and there, but it's been like freezing. And what I've is been freezing 65 on the beach and then i feel guilty for like complaining about being freezing on the beach i'm like laying down and i'm getting sandblasted from the wind in my face and i'm like oh but it's february some people beach and it's beautiful hawaii (laughs) some people on the mainland were saying that you know they went from like uh 20 below 15 degrees and then it was 40 degrees out and they're out in shorts yeah, I know, right? I mean, they're like, oh my God, it's so amazing out. It's yeah. 40 degrees. I'm like, if it's 40 degrees here, I ain't going outside. <laughs> First of all, it can't, It would never be 40 degrees here. But if we have a like a low 60s day, some people do stay inside because it's too cold. You can't bitch and complain about this. And when we talk about it, I feel I yeah I feel guilty about saying that it's 65 out. That's insane. When it's in the low 60s, sometimes at night with strong trade winds, I do have to close my windows before bed because it gets too cold. And then you get yeah, <laughs> that just sounds crazy, doesn't it? I know. That's just crazy. Yeah, that's, see, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody feels bad for us. No, nobody's <laughs> gonna feel bad because it's 65 out. That's insane. And I had to bring out my fuzzy slippers. I mean, that is like <laughs> 65 degrees is like springtime. And everybody's outside running in their shorts and their short sleeves and their tank tops. And we're talking about putting on our sweatshirts and our hats and, and staying under the covers. <laughs> that just sounds crazy. So we can't Good bitch about that. Leather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have feeling guilty that we can dress down every day. This is something to feel guilty about because if you live in a big city or, or somewhere where you have to dress up for work all the time, and so you don't have to do that here. It doesn't matter where you live. You have to no. dress up if you work in a professional job, but here, it, really? jeans are always okay. I didn't. I didn't. When I worked for uh, the graphics uh, department, what you call it, Ohana, I... I, I well, wa- that's here. I, yeah, well, right, in I'm Hawaii. Ta- that's different. I said, I'm talking about not here. Oh, okay. But even when you work for a corporation here in Hawaii, unless you're a lawyer, you can just go in flip-flops and an Aloha shirt. That's what I did. Like, we were playing golf in the, uh, you know, in the hallways of our business. Everybody was so chilled out and just, like, carefree. 
Yeah. Back home when I had to work somewhere really big, and I had to wear a suit, I had to wear a tie. That was so, it's formal, but it's so uncomfortable, and it's so like... It is uncomfortable, and it's very yeah. expensive to keep up your professional wardrobe, and you have yeah. to half the time dry clean your clothes, and it's just, it's a lot, and it's frustrating you have to iron them in the morning yep. or whatever. It's just too much. So to work in a school here, we, we can't wear flip-flops. Um, that's, that's not really bummer. okay. But jeans are always okay, Yeah. and sandals are okay, just not rubber flip-flops would that be okay on the mainland though no that's what i'm saying okay it's much okay. more casual here jeans would not be okay unless some schools we would have like a casual dress down friday on the mainland where yeah. we could pay five dollars to wear jeans <laughs> every friday <laughs> yeah so. it's it just this different world over here and you know and sometimes we complain about it because like you know, when I used to work for a corporate company here, they would say Aloha Friday, you have to wear your Aloha shirt. But at that. least you had the option to wear any. So I think I've mentioned this story before, but what I would do is I would just simply wear something very freaky for a tiki shirt. I mean, for an Aloha shirt, tiki mm -hmm. shirt. And it would be like a Spider-Man Aloha shirt. It, <laughs> it, would cool. be, it would be a Hulk or a Wolverine Aloha shirt or a Star Wars Aloha shirt. And what I mean by that is it's not, obviously not an Aloha shirt, but it's got the many colors in it. And it's, you know, got the Star Wars logo with Darth Vader here and Luke here and things like that. And it was so colorful and bright that from a distance, it looked like an Aloha shirt. So yeah. we could even dress even further down on Aloha Friday. So it was just... You can get creative with yeah, it. Yeah, it was just really cool. And it, and it gets the all the employees involved and coming in and who can win the best aloha shirt for the day and that doesn't exist on the mainland i think it's so fun too and it definitely lifts your spirits to see everybody in their oh, aloha it, it totally lifts your spirits so when we talk about that we have to put shoes on for a day or we have to wear <laughs> slacks or and we're bitching about one day of oh that and gosh. i feel bad we shouldn't be stressing we shouldn't be thinking that we should be thinking that way and it's it's we're so lucky here yeah and uh i, I do feel guilty about talking about that because you know people no, have to dress up five days a week back i know home. i know i don't miss it at all you know some people love to dress up and that's their thing so they kind of miss it when they come here and want to yeah. dress up some people do dress up anyway and that's okay too yeah but my so when i first started my job here i guess i was wearing a blazer i wasn't sure <laughs> i was wearing jeans i was wearing jeans and i think i put a blazer on top of my tank top just um you know to keep warm in the air conditioning and because i wasn't sure yet of what, what you can wear okay. yeah. and my supervisor is like people are gonna be scared of you if you wear that <laughs> she told me to take it off <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's really funny even when you go to like a higher end restaurant as long as it's in waikiki they'll let you come in with flip-flops oh, yeah, they'll let you come in with a lower yeah. shirt and you don't have to go in you can wear you know decent shorts uh not board shorts but nice shorts you need shoes and a shirt but that's about it <laughs> well some places but like there's some like roy's you can walk right into it with flip-flops no i know but yeah. you need shoes and a shirt is all i'm saying yeah, like you, you can't yeah. go barefoot right right as long as you're not barefoot yeah. and you have a shirt on right exactly so you can dress i mean it's amazing because you would never be able to go into restaurants like this on the mainland flip-flops in the restaurants right. are like like four or five star restaurants no way i know that's not happening so uh yeah feel guilty about dressing down every day absolutely all right, so next we have feeling guilty about slowing down and aging slower and being less stressed. Yeah. It's just a better lifestyle here. I and agree. that's why everything else is worth it. Yeah, I mean, we slow down life a lot here, a lot less stressful. And people will, you know, you know like I'll complain about it. It's expensive here and this and that. And I got to pay these bills and I got to do this. They'll be here in Hawaii. 
you know what are you worried about and you know when you really think about it the stress that we do have here it's it's really not that bad it, other so, than financial stress we have no stress i mean uh, so work wise i can get very stressed okay but then i can go hiking and go to the beach on the weekend and everything's okay again yeah exactly. so it doesn't last forever yeah and it's, it's not a continuous stress yeah it's not continuous and it's also kind of a different level of stress i found that since life slowed down for me living here that littler things are starting to stress me out now huh. whereas i used to handle that stress better because i was so used to always being stressed out on the mainland yeah and then i kind of put myself in check and i'm like why am i feeling stressed about this this is dumb it's not important and it's okay again it's yeah. just it's funny yeah that's that interesting um i I just write a bunch of notes down now and I just check them off and, and that relieves my stress a lot more. And the big things may stress me out once in a while, but that's usually gone in a day. Mm -hmm. And I just can't be, you know, I just can't be complaining about things like that anymore. And here are, you know, because our, we slow life down and it's less stressful, we age slower. It's true. You can say whatever you want. We age slower. We grow old slower. Yes, we're still aging. Or but maybe. But there's something about it. Maybe. Hawaii. Maybe. Or maybe it's just that there's so many Asians living in Hawaii, and Asians have perfect skin. <laughs> and so do Hawaiians. <laughs> yeah, but then why do I look so much younger than my counterparts back home? They look 10 years or more okay. older than me. Then that's true. No, it's true. Stress. I mean, they look stress, so old. Stress does evil things to the body, and so does cold winters. <laughs> but I, th I think also is that when you burn... You know, when you burn the candle twice as, mm -hmm. you know, it, the, the people back home are, are just so stressed and yeah. they're rushing through life that they're aging quicker it here. It does evil things to the body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you slow down here and uh, you age slower. Uh, we have an average lifespan of seven to eight years longer than mainlanders. And so so something's going on. That's the second part that's really important, too, is not just your physical appearance, but actually people here are healthier. They're less sick. Right. Less chronic illness. And yeah. stress plays a huge part in that. I agree. So we can't comp we can't bitch about those things. We cannot. We can't bitch <laughs> about it. Oh, you know, oh well. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go to a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. Okay, we are back. All right. Next, we have feeling guilty about living in one of the most culturally diverse places on earth. Oh, yeah. You know, that's actually, it's such a blessing. It truly is. It is a blessing. You get to know all of these different people and, you know, cultures and backgrounds. And it's really, really cool. We've, we've talked about this before in many different instances. And uh, why do we feel guilty about it? Because we feel guilty that the mainland does not have the opportunity to be around such diversity hear such amazing stories from all over the world from people all over the world uh and later on we're going to talk about the food here yeah, i was just going to mention the but food yeah we're going to talk yeah. about that okay. uh it's just all connected and because you have this diversity of different cultures and different races and different people 
that you form a better understanding and forget about the misconceptions of what maybe perhaps other people may tell you and things like that and it's just a different world over here you have a better understanding like being around the cultures here allows you to almost venture to those countries without having to go to them. It, that's a cool way to put it. And it also opens and expands your mind. Absolutely. And your beliefs. And I think that's really cool too. And another thing that I love about it, it's like almost the the best things from each culture are yeah. pulled here into Hawaii. So no matter what it is, whether it's food, whether it's a certain type of massage, whether it's a certain type of retail, a liquor, the best from all these different cultures are available here in Hawaii. So you can try them and it's just, it's really cool to expand. I mean, it's not only that, it's also the, like the, what is it right? The empathy that you have for different diverse cultures, something that and some states on the mainland you don't have that opportunity to feel or understand or comprehend or ask questions about because you've never seen it and never been taught it and you just have a better understanding of the world from uh the hawaii perspective and that's something the mainland doesn't have and that's why there's a lot of separation more on the mainland from certain groups and certain cultures and here you're invested in everyone's life and everyone's different culture and it's just another world over here and we do feel guilty that certain states on the mainland probably most of the mainland doesn't have that opportunity and um, I don't think people realize how important that is in everyone's life. If you can't travel everywhere to understand the world come to Hawaii you'll understand the world. <laughs> yeah you could just learn through the people here. I agree. All right, feeling guilty about having perfect weather all the time. Yeah, I mean... We kind of touched on that a little bit already, but it is true. Yeah. When people are freezing with a polar vortex and no power on the mainland, and we're here in our... Posting pictures like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I did a wonderful hike today. She puts her little quote in. And then, and then everybody's freezing. <laughs> no, I don't do that to make people feel bad. I do that no. to lift their spirits. Because for I get me, it. if I, get I it. were in that position, seeing... Like, I used to watch you post beautiful Hawaii pictures, and it would just lift me out of the funk I was in. So okay. that's why okay. I do it. And that's why I put a motivational quote with it, too, to help lift people out of the yeah. funk. I don't do that as much anymore because this is this part of the guilty thing. I, I like I post I post like a nice... Maybe... A nice picture once in a while maybe once a month or something like that but before i used to do it like when i first moved here i would do it like every other day and i i this is that guilt thing where you you're posting these wonderful things and the mainlands are having a hell of a time they're in three feet of snow they're freezing and they see your posts and they and they they start to get aggravated by them see, i don't th- i don't know <laughs> a lot of people my guilt. a lot of people thank me for my posts and say i needed yeah, to see well, that yeah. thank you for posting that right now that was a perfect time to post that so there's two sides to it yeah okay I so totally, then you're still okay posting it yeah then. <laughs> i totally understand feeling guilty about it and i joke about it but the truth is i feel like it helps a lot of people more no than it does it i think it's annoyed i think it's just the jealous people that for yeah, some reason yeah. they feel jealous maybe because they haven't been to hawaii or they haven't been to somebody somewhere warm during their winter or something like that but there are some of those people out there and you know that's the way it is but it's I, true yeah. i don't worry about those people <laughs> yeah but i mean the weather here is relatively perfect all year long and 
if it rains a little bit, it's usually just, it you know, a, lot a by quick me. shower. Yeah, because, well, you're way up in the mountains where the clouds hang over. But it's perfect. I love it. I yeah. love the rain here. I love the mist it creates over the mountains, a beautiful mystical feeling it creates. I love watching the sun shine through the rain and the rainbows and the birds flying through it. But you can it just drive, you can just drive 10 minutes down the street and it's probably sunny. Oh, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. five minutes. So that's a great thing about it, too. Whereas in the mainland, if there's a storm that comes in, that may linger around for several days. Yeah. And you have rain and you can't get away from it. Or you have snow and you can't get away from it. And my weather, too, is like it'll pour for 5-10 minutes and then it'll be bright and sunny for like 5-10 minutes and then it'll pour again. And it'll right. just do that all day long. So it's not like it's constant rain, moosty, sometimes, but not usually. Live your life like Hawaii's weather. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> all right. Feeling guilty about being able to go to the beach every day of the year. That's a that's a tough one. You can't. I mean, how many times can you tell everybody on the mainland that you've gone to the beach again? <laughs> I mean, it can it, it can get very frustrating to some people. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So I mean, the thing here in Hawaii is that you can go to the beach every day, and you know, back home, it's a huge thing where you got to put everybody together, pack every everything up, put everybody in the vehicle, drive an hour to the beach drive an hour back try to find parking parking's 20 30 40 dollars it's true oh my god before you know it it's been the most stressful weekend you've ever had and then on top of it it starts to pour out in the middle of your day when you're halfway up at the beach <laughs> and then you're fucked and the whole day's ruined and then you know it's over for you and hey, that doesn't happen in hawaii none of those things that i just mentioned happens in hawaii it's really true and We're if very for some fortunate. reason say it's like a holiday or just a really beautiful weekend day and you drive to a beach it's a little bit later in the day and there's no parking you know what you just drive to a different beach right down the road and there is parking yeah <laughs> or you find a place on the side of the road to park and, yeah, they, and they, they won't tow you you don't exactly. get a ticket uh hawaii is just different they have I, the aloha spirit i do feel a little guilty about that a little bit yeah I, so i really feel guilty about about being able to go to any beach anytime and i feel guilty of the fact that because i've experienced on the mainland what a process it is uh, to go to the beach, let's say from Massachusetts, you go to Salisbury Beach, you go to Cape Cod, you go to Hampton Beach. You're talking about Cape Cod, it's like a half a day away. You go to those other beaches, it's hours away. And here, you're 15 minutes to the any beach. Yep. And that can be very aggravating when people hear that. <laughs> and I feel guilty about talking about, oh, I just, I, just, I just went to the beach and I did an amazing hike in two hours. I and, know. And, and people are like, who the fuck are you? I know. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's, it can aggravate people, and I feel guilty about that. I can do that. If you really want to, you could watch the sunrise and sunset in the same day. And, and do, you a could do a hike and go to the beach. And <laughs> you know, we should do this thing. We should do a podcast where everything you can do in Hawaii in a day. Actually, we should that, also do yeah, it, yeah. and we should take some video coverage and from all of schedule. it. time schedule, yeah, yeah. How, how we time it out, and then people will really get pissed off. That's fun. Because you could probably do 10 awesome things here in a day. Oh, totally. Like, in one day, you time it out. You get up at 6 a.m., and then the day ends at 6 p.m., and you could probably have a whole list of shit you've done in your day that people can't do in a year back home. Yeah, so, and now our days are getting longer again, so it's, crazy. it's closer to 7 p.m. That's just crazy. Yeah, it is, <laughs> yeah. but it's amazing, and yeah. it is something that I guess we should feel, or can feel, a little bit guilty about. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so moving on, we have feeling guilty about the endless options to explore the place that we live. Now, that's true, too. Well, that's because a, that's I, essentially what we just talked about. Yeah, I have such a laundry list of places that I still want to go explore. And I've been living here for almost three years, and I've explored so much of this island already. It's just endless. People think that we that some, that some people can get island fever here. I don't know how. We, we wanted to do it. We're going to do a podcast on island fever. I don't know how we're going to work that out because uh we both don't have island fever so i don't know how we get a different perspective on that we need to get a guest on the show who's experienced island fever but let me tell you what i think island fever is i think island now i don't know why i feel this but i've always felt it island fever for me makes me feel like it's an excuse to leave hawaii or it's an excuse to leave the islands like there's no way you could get island fever because the options are endless on the islands and you can go island to island. You can island hop on weekends. You can do three-day weekends if there's a holiday. There's, I've been here for 20 years and I still have not done all the hiking trails on Oahu alone. I, I'm sure I've missed a couple of beaches on Oahu in my 20 years here. So there's, I don't understand what island fever exactly means, but I know from past friends that have left Hawaii. They say, you know what, and I'm just starting to get island fever. I go, dude, you've been here two years. I go, I go, is this just a, an added excuse for you to cement your leaving Hawaii? Because I've talked to these people after they've used that excuse. And they're like, oh, I want to come back to Hawaii. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, Regrets. dude, you said you, had island, you said you had island fever. What are you talking about? So that's a great perspective. I... I do think, though, that it depends on the type of person you are. If you don't love nature and you don't love being outdoors... Maybe you're a city person. And you're a city person and you love just going out to eat and going to bars and shopping, <coughs> then I could see how maybe eventually you could get island fever. But Especially s- if you're not on Oahu. But lo- right, but okay, not on Oahu. But look at Oahu. There Oahu's is everything lot. you could possibly want. In a, is there something that you don't have in the city of Honolulu? No, but I'm yeah. saying if that's all you like to do, then you make your way through you plow your way through all of those different experiences all the different restaurants and bars and you do it so many times and then you're like oh i want something different you can't drive an hour and find something different i hear you but you know what's the crazy thing about this is that if you're in boston and you go to boston to go to the bars and go to the clubs and drink and yada yada the truth is and i've experienced it myself these people go to the same five fucking that's bars. That's true. That's true. And they don't change it up. Favorites. They yeah, certainly. It's they, true. They're certainly not going. If you're in Boston, you're not going. You're not. You're not driving over the border and going to Hampshire to go to the bar. That's really I mean, true. You're not going to Rhode Island. You're, you're not doing going to what's Connecticut. Convenient. You're doing what you do there, and there's nothing different. So the excuse of island fever makes no sense. Now, if you want to drive cross country. You know, I get it, but the thing is, is you can go to every island and 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 go around the island, and that over, you know, if you extend the size of all the islands, it's huge. Overall, Hawaii is huge. Yeah. So there's plenty of roads to go down on, especially the big island. Big island, yeah. Yeah. So the excuse of island fever, it's so, it's I mean, not working for I me. I agree with you. I don't get island fever. I don't understand it or how anybody could experience it. But I'm just trying to like figure out in my head maybe how some certain types of people might yeah. try to give them my brain benefit doesn't let of the me doubt. Go there. But I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Next up, we have feeling guilty about the endless sunrises, rainbows, and sunsets on a daily basis. This is a guilty pleasure of us favorite i live for these things i mean we don't have a rainbow on our license plates for nothing literally we'll have a rainbow every day we'll see multiple rainbows every day double rainbows at my place i do yeah i mean we see you know 
you know, driving around, you're driving on the highway, you're looking into the valleys, and you're literally seeing where that rainbow ends and the pot of gold begins. Oh, so beautiful. So, so vibrant. vibrant. Yeah. So bright. And just the amazing full double rainbows. Just took one the other day. Come out of zippies, boom, double oh, rainbow. Oh, that was a great shot. I had to leave zippies to get a picture of the double <laughs> rainbow. It's so crazy. They're everywhere, and it's, it's endless. And the thing is, like uh, Amanda was saying, you can wake up, go to her s- sunrise, drive to sunset and see like three or four rainbows on the way yeah and then you see the sunset and you've just that's been a hell of a day the sunrises and sunsets here are just out of this world too they're so beautiful i mean there's lots of places where you have beautiful sunsets and sunrises but here the ability to see a sunrise and a sunset and a million rainbows during your day and one day every day if you if you get up in the morning you get up tomorrow morning 6 a.m go you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go watch the sunrise I'm going to I'm going to hunt rainbows and I'm going to watch the sunset. You fucking will do it. You and will find your rainbows. It's true. It's true. And it's not like, you know, we don't have them every single day. Like the sunrises and sunsets, they're gorgeous every day. Yeah. It doesn't matter what day it is. Like no. it's not hit or miss. It's just always no, gorgeous. It's always beautiful. So, how can you not feel guilty about that? I yeah. feel guilty about it. I'm like sitting here watching look at the sunset. Oh, man, no one else is seeing this on the mainland. <laughs> you know, or the rainbows. How many rainbows can I see? We should do a count on how many rainbows we can. F- we could just drive around the island and just see rainbows. Totally. And we know where they are because it's somewhere where you see a cloud. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit of rain dust. And that is where the rainbows will be depending on where the sun is. And right. we will find them because they're there. Yep. You just get to get it in the right angle. You know, and, and the rainbows, it's, it's an amazing thing because they last... Depends. They, they're different how long they last. They could last five minutes. They could last 15 minutes. They could last 30 seconds. You just don't know, but you're going to see them. They're everywhere. That's true. So it's just amazing that Hawaii has that, and we feel guilty about it because not a lot of people get to see that. Very true. Yeah. All right, so we're going to be going to middle break. S. Dib Sugar. Sugar. All right. We'll be right back after that. Bye. 
everything Why's my baby wearing a stranger's wedding ring? I still got to wonder if you got me going crazy Yeah, remember that I'm sorry All the things I ever done, I surely take them back yeah. Alright, if I had the chance to show you I'm sure you'd understand it, but you might not look past that about the sugar in your brown eyes, the sour in your frown, oh yeah, I'm sorry that I left ya, if I could go back, you know I'd do it all again, We are back. Getting back right into it. Right into it. Feeling guilty about the unimaginable beauty that surrounds us in Hawaii. Yeah. We've been talking about this. We've been talking about all this. That goes back to all the pictures I post on social media too (laughs) where I guess I should be feeling guilty about that, but I I don't. I'm not going to stop anyway. (laughs) Like I said, I I, I used to post a huge amount because when you first get to Hawaii, you're so excited about showing the things that you're doing to everyone. And where you are and what's going on. Just showing beautiful white, yeah, everybody. Yeah, and, and, and that should be something that inspires other people. And it does sometimes. And it gets people excited and they're happy for you. And there's just a whole group that isn't. Yeah, well, that's true. But <laughs> sometimes whatever. Then yeah, they yeah. could unfollow me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, that's something to be gu- guilty about. Because there's beauty everywhere you look here in Hawaii. And it's just, it, it just it's captivating. It takes you over. And, yes, there's some areas. If you drive down in the dead end roads and stuff, it's 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 not beautiful, <laughs> uh, like every other place. But yeah. overall, Hawaii just can't you can't compare anywhere to Hawaii. Just the nature. Yeah. How, how can it not elevate your mood? It does elevate you because you see when you see the beauty of Hawaii and you see everything around you, you're like, oh my god, this is I'm this is why I'm here in Hawaii. I'm in here in Hawaii to take in these experiences i guess you could say and these experiences are worth more than any money could ever buy 
it doesn't cost money to visually see a painting in front of you. Exactly. And and on the mainland, yeah, of course, there's some places like that, but not like this. It's it's really true. I not mean, like this. Every time I just. You know, I'm in beautiful nature, surrounded by mountains or jungles or waterfalls or sunsets or whatever it is. I'm just like, oh my God, I live here. Yeah, and I it's the colors. Here. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And I live here. Like, I just, I'm so blessed. It's visual eye candy and then, for your mind. And then I do feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the beautiful colors, the blues, the greens, the reds, the reds in the lava dirt that match along the ocean and the... You know, the green of the mountains, the blue of the sky, the turquoise of the ocean. It's just visually, it's just, it's like, it's like, I don't know, how, to, I don't know how, how do you explain that? It's just visually amazing. It looks like you were looking at paintings all the time. And to be a photographer here is pretty easy. <laughs> just take a fucking picture. I know. And you can't take a bad picture here. Take a picture and Hawaii will make you a professional photographer. I know. I feel like that. I really do. I'm like, I don't know anything about photography, yeah. but my pictures are so beautiful. This is why I say it's very hard. <laughs> I don't care how much of a professional photographer you are, how much schooling you've had on the mainland. You come here, you're going to be in line with every other Joe Schmo. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you just can't. <laughs> you can't take a bad picture. Yeah. I mean, you can take, you can be a really great photographer and just stand out a little bit more than everyone else sure. but everyone's going to take a good photo here. that's true yeah okay so next up we have feeling guilty about the unparalleled valley and mountain hiking trails in hawaii mountainous is that not a word i don't think that's a word <laughs> I think it, i'm gonna say <laughs> like, yes it is maybe I'm, it's I should a wadesome change that word mountainous <laughs> mountainous valleys maybe it's a word i don't know <laughs> it just sounded a little weird oh yeah um, can't compete with that i'm just in love with hiking here um i love the jungle trails but the mountain ridges are my absolute favorite i just am in a different place when i hike up mountain ridges yeah oh yeah. my god i mean my first hiking took place in my backyard i had 20 acres i used to hike it all the time <laughs> and it was great and then we worked our way to new hampshire into the white mountains and uh, that's where I started all my hiking. But once you get to the top of uh, the White Mountains, it's a little more desolate. A lot of dead trees, depending on what time of year you go. And yes, it's pretty, but you it's, it's nothing like Hawaii. You can Hawaii get, is a you, different level. It's just a, it's just a whole, it's like on steroids, hiking on steroids. It's just a whole nother world because of all the different microclimates that you go through on your journey from the bottom to the top of the mountain range. Depending on how much elevation you gain, it just continues to change, continues to change. And, and literally, when you get to the higher elevations in Hawaii, we've talked about this many times, it's like being in a fern gully. It's like being in a fantasy movie, a cartoon. You're up there and you're like, what is this? I've never seen this before are these trees and plants going to eat me are they going to kill me what's up here i don't know what's going on <laughs> and you have all these beautiful reds and, and and bright colors and yellows and and all these things you've never seen before and these huge prehistoric plants and ferns and ferns that unroll bigger than your whole body and you're sitting here going i live in like a dino world am i, I live in jumanji in the, yeah am i in jumanji <laughs> i live in a prehistoric time it's like up there when you get at the top of the valley and when you get up when you hike through the valley you're in a rainforest when you get to the top of the mountains you're in a fern gully mm -hmm. and up there it's like time has stopped it's millions of years you guys haven't seen it. it's millions of years old up there millions and it just looks like it's untouched you're in the jurassic period yeah it's really it's just my favorite i can't even put it into words you did a beautiful job describing that 
Uh, also, I wanted to mention, so I did a hike last weekend with some friends of mine, and it was just a short, maybe like two and a half mile hike, like nothing yeah. big at all. But the terrain changed like 15 times during yeah. the hike, and it was so cool. It would go from deep in the jungle to pine forest to um Did, Was there any woods. bamboo? Any bamboo around there? Uh, not so much. Okay, because sometimes like, you'll experience that too, a bamboo forest as well. Oh yeah, all the time. But yeah. this is more like a pine forest and then the jungle and then you would get into the mountain view yeah. and then you would get into the ocean view and it just kept changing. And, and that's just so crazy. That's just something you can't experience on the mainland. And, and you guys have no idea how guilty we feel about that because of what we visually see as eye candy. We can't really just, I mean, I described it just now and that might get some people pumped up but i mean that's the way it is that's the way it looks and we feel guilty that there's so many people that can't experience and can't see that if you go to the white mountains you may get to the top of the white mountains and you may go oh my god this is so gorgeous just jack that up a hundred times yeah. i mean you, you're not it's gorgeous but it ain't nothing compared to what you see in hawaii and i think the vibrant colors of like the ocean and the green mountains and what the jungle whatever it yeah. is like yeah. it, the, the contrast of all the bright colors that does yeah. something to you and then how about if you're like up top a mountain and you see a beautiful rainbow come out of nowhere it just uh, it's amazing it and, and, and i had uh, one of our latest uh one of the latest videos that i did the last one i did that's what happens the mm. drone caught the rainbow going through the top of uh the mountain range now the the kicker to the end of that is that more than likely no matter where you get to the top of the mountain range you experience everything that i've just described but the payoff is that there's turquoise blue ocean when you get up there no matter where you are mm. if you're at the top of the koalaus on oahu or most other islands you're going to have an ocean view that's something you just can't get you know, on the White Mountains or things like that. You just see rolling hills and you just see pine forests and you see other mountains, but you don't get that contrast of all the different colors and the ocean in front of you. It doesn't exist. It's true. And I know. Uh, Those that's tropical just, colors. Yeah, that's just a difference. So you just can't. Yeah, we feel guilty. We we're, do. we're really sorry, guys. We're really sorry. <laughs> it is my favorite I'm sorry thing. I get to experience this and you don't. <laughs> it is my favorite thing in this world. I just love hiking and being out in nature here. There is just nothing better. No, absolutely not. Okay, next up. Feeling guilty of the cultural variety of foods we have in one place. Yes. We and this touched was, on that. Yeah, and this was based on what we were talking about, about the uh, cultural diversity. Right. The food diversity. Oh, my God. If, uh, you know, yeah, I miss the food back in Boston and the Maine lobster and crabs and all that kind of stuff. But when you compare to the diversity of all the cultural food you can get here, you can get anything. Uh, there is decent Mexican food here, and we experienced that the other oh day. Oh, my gosh, and I experienced more of it. I found a vegetarian Mexican food truck See? on the North Shore. It was the it was good. best, okay. the absolute best um, veg veggie burrito I've ever had in my life. Right on. So we recommend, uh, do you know the name of this place? No. Oh, oh well, shoot. we can tell we can tell people to go if you go and hike Manoa Valley, if you go and hike Lions Arboretum or Manoa Falls or any other hike that's up there, go to Surge's Mexican in Manoa Town. It's absolutely good. It's great. It's awesome. What's the name of that little food truck pullout on the North Shore? Oh, there's plenty of them. Oh no, you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of it right now, though. Okay, I'm but you, find you it. look that up, and I'll continue to talk about food. Yeah, so the variety of food here is amazing. Um, the fusion—that is where it all comes down to. The fusion of Asian cuisine, the fusion of um, Polynesian cuisine, mixing with Asian, Japanese. 
Chinese, Korean. You have all these different wonderful cuisines. We have great. We have we have some good Mexican, some not so good. Poppy's Tacos. Poppy's Tacos. So it's a food truck on the North Shore. It's with a bunch of other food trucks. Oh, okay. Um, That's right in the beginning of the North Shore. It's a sugar mill. Yeah, it's like a sugar mill or something. I forgot which one it's called. And um, you pull in there and... If you're a vegetarian, get their veggie burrito with sour cream and cheese. And I promise you, it is the best thing you've ever had in your life. If you're vegan, obviously don't get the sour cream and cheese. <laughs> but it is there are avocados in mm. there. You take a bite of it. You just see the brightest, greenest, freshest avocados you've ever had I in wish your life. We could, I wish we could get a, uh, a kind of list of the people who are vegetarians or vegans. Vegans, vegans on uh, from the, listening to the podcast. I like to know. There's a, there's no, I like to know how many because we could do a whole entire podcast on places to eat for and vegetarians and uh, we vegans. We could, and even if you're not vegetarian or vegan, once in a while, if you just want to try to be a little healthier, it's a good option. Yeah, and I always believe that I, be- you know, that you should be mixing in uh, plant-based uh, food into your diet um, if you eat meat. Uh, let's say hamburger or steak three times a week right now you should try to do everything you can to cut that in half maybe one and a half meals maybe one meal a week uh, add another night another day of chicken or another day of fish and then slowly kind of get off that and try more vegetarian and vegan platters uh, the, the food is becoming very good now uh, if, you, if you don't know obviously we have an issue with uh, killing billions and trillions of animals a year which is an absolute horror show yeah. Should not be happening anymore. Uh, we don't need to be eating these animals for the rest of our lives. It's not sustainable either. It's not sustainable either. Let's just be honest. It's not sustainable, okay? You can uh, have that argument with us if you want, but it's you're not going to win. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so we just, we let's kind of become more healthy and kind of cut down on, you know, more animal products. A lot of the cuisine here is based around more uh, Asian cuisine, mm-hmm. so there's more vegetables involved. Um, yes, more fish. Uh, sushi is a big thing here. Um, the sushi, I would say sushi here in Hawaii, I say in all 50 states, Hawaii has the best sushi in the country. It probably does. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's like direct from Japan, man. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And a lot of the fish that Japan gets kind of comes between the waters of Japan and Hawaii. So the sushi here is just amazing. Just the cuisine in general. So we're very very lucky to have the variety of food we have without having to go to other countries to taste it yeah for sure and yeah just to go back really quickly to vegan i want to throw in one more thing i had no idea for the first two and a half years that i lived here that there are so many vegan options you just have to really research and dig them up yeah so i discovered a facebook group called vegan on oahu and it changed my world cool i found like 30 vegan restaurants on oahu i didn't know there was that many i didn't know and you can get everything from like hawaii um plate lunches that are vegan like i'm excited let's try those like lao lao like everything they make vegan can i get options. a loco moco loco moco yes no I shit try it. i'm so excited to finally try that is it impossible patty what is it it depends on where you what's get the it. gravy base I'll oh show i'm you. interested i know i'm so excited to try it so guys if you are vegan or vegetarian there's options for you to try the hawaiian plate lunch and they're like real legit like hawaiian so tomorrow we're gonna try too. what what are we gonna try tomorrow we're gonna try oh, this. This, so uh, this is Hawaii's first vegan burger joint. What's the name of it? Um, it is. 
Do you remember? No, I do not. Hold on, no. I'm gonna find it right now. But, um, badass burgers. Badass burgers, <laughs> and they go. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna try it out. We're gonna try out the um, buttermilk. Uh, chicken crispy chicken sandwiches vegan yeah vegan sandwiches with cheese and um, with 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 fake cheese yeah well all of it's <laughs> it's not fake it's let me just get vegan. this well of course it's fake uh it's not made with dairy products so it's it's right, not and real the meat's not made what with is meat. it I, I know but what is it made with i wonder what the cheese is made with because it can't be made with dairy uh it, it's, it's plant-based so I've been, i'd like to find out i've been discovering or i've been trying a lot of plant-based cheeses lately some are much better than others yeah um, That's true, right? Yeah, so it really just depends. I'm excited because you know we had the you know when, when I first had you know I heard this Impossible Burger is going to show up at Burger King. I was like, uh, okay, I got to try this because I've had other burger patties and stuff, and they were just tasted like hell. Uh, cardboard, you, you you cook it on the the, the mm -hmm. grill, it's just it's, it's horrid, it's dry, it's shit. But now I'm telling you, I cannot tell the difference. They're in, in incredible. It. Oh, the Impossible Burger is amazing. I think Beyond is way better than Impossible. Okay, so Beyond is is good too. Um, they're still working now. The morning, the morning link sausages, taste like sausages, like meat sausages. They're still working on the like Italian sausages. I had them. I'm Italian. They're not there yet. And this is from Impossible, so they they got to work on it a little more. No, that was Beyond. Okay, it was beyond. Yeah, we okay. Have, so they have to work on those I a little more. They were, I mean, I'm not a big sausage person in general, so I was like, whatever. But right. do you remember the last time you had a real sausage, though? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah. A, I was never a sausage person. I didn't eat sausage. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I have sausages. You know, I don't eat a lot of sausages, real uh, beef sausages or pork sausages, but on um, on Christmas I do because it's yeah. my my grandmother and huge difference in the taste. It's a it's more stringy on the fake sausages. So we're getting there. So don't give up on them. Uh, continue to support companies like this because they their food is getting better. I know we're going on a tangent here, but um, we just want everyone to eat more healthy and live more of a aloha life. <laughs> Does that make sense? Okay, show aloha to the little cute animals. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what about feeling guilty about the fresh air and water we have in Hawaii? Mm, it's the best. Isn't it? I just, our air is so clean. You don't have that pollution smell or that gray darkness to the air. Um, the water, man. I mean, we have some of the best, cleanest water. I mean, this place is on the mainland that is so dirty. Some places, you know, I don't know if Flint, Michigan has ever been fixed, but this place is where you can't drink the water. Even Texas during this thing, you couldn't drink the water, so. Yeah, our tap water is so clean. It's great. I mean, literally... You know, you can just take it right from the, the sink. sink. Yep. Yeah, it, we're fine with that. And then, um, when it when it comes to fresh air, it's constantly fresh air coming from the Kona trade winds, coming from the Big Island, the trade winds. So we always have fresh air, and th and it's just blowing right over the islands. This is one of the weird things about this. We have no smog testing here for our vehicles because the air literally takes it right off the islands. Awesome. Which is, yeah, it's awesome, but I think we should still have it. Do you think? Yeah, because that air is going somewhere. It's going to either Asia or it's going to the mainland. One way or another, it's going somewhere. That's we true. We should have some restrictions or we should have at least us testing 
the smog in the air. Although, see, it's hard to do that because it's just gone. Like, every 20 minutes, we have fresh air coming in. Yeah, so who knows? Yeah. But there's something really healing about the air here. Oh, my God. It's I mean, just so fresh, and the salt water, or salt in the air from the water. Yeah. I don't know. It's revitalizing. It's, it's, it's something that you don't have. The smell uh, of the plumerias yeah, in the air. It's always, it just smells like flowers. Oh, the rainfall smells so good. I know. There's so many good things about the air and the water here. And I just remember growing up on the East Coast. And when closer you get to the ocean, you you know it's coming. Because <laughs> you, you can't avoid the smell. The fishy it, smell. We don't it, have that here. I don't know. Is it a fishy, fishy smell? It's like a pungent like disgusting smell Seaweed, in a way I don't yeah know. yeah it's like from the low tides you know that's uh something that doesn't isn't really that prominent here either we have low tide but unless you're on the um sandbar and stuff like that you don't really notice it everywhere because our we have cliff lines mm -hmm. so you really don't know the notice in the, the high and low tide unless you know go over to where the fish ponds are and things like that but um yeah the air the water there isn't any better place that I know of, and it just re as soon as you get off the plane here, you can smell it. You can smell it, and you can it I don't know. You can taste the, you, you can taste the flowers in your in your mouth, for God's <laughs> sakes. I mean, it's crazy. It's just it's yeah, it revitalizes you. It's, it's an amazing thing here. Super healing. I will just say really quickly though, we do on Big Island have to deal with fog once in a while. Right. As long well, but right, but as long as you stay far to the. If you're, if you're on the Hilo side, you're going to deal with less of it. Right. Because it's going toward the other island, so it's it's pretty bad in um, Kona. Kona. Yeah. yeah, Kailua, Kona and stuff. So um, we have to deal with a little bit of it, but not that much. Right. It's so, still pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so feel guilty of some of the most amazing snorkeling and diving in the world. Yeah, I mean... It's... Jesus, we can see 20, 30 feet down when we're in the ocean. The and water is so clear. Yeah, That's yeah. true. It's so turquoise blue so and gorgeous. And the fish are so gorgeous, too. Oh, so many colors. colors. And, I mean, the snorkeling is amazing. The diving is amazing. You know, it's unparalleled in many places of the world. I mean, yes, there's beautiful places all around the world, but we're talking about overall Hawaii is like the best of everything. I mean, at least it's in our true. opinions. Yeah, in our opinions. Yeah, you in our opinions. You can see Honu. You could see spinner dolphins. Yeah, Some humpback people, whales. Yeah, humpback whales. Some people love to go diving with the sharks. Yes. Diving, I've never yeah, done yeah. that, but... Yeah, Mike just did that yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Right. Yeah, so I mean, it's really, you know, we are guilty that we have that ocean. And we could just go any weekend and do it. I know. You just <laughs> can't do that anywhere. I know that's so crazy. I mean, it was it was living, it was it was total hell back home. I mean, you get it. You you really you're so hot. You run into the water and then you run right out. <laughs> it's like you don't even get your whole body wet. You're like you're, you're knee high and you're like, oh shit, okay, I'm out of here. And I, you don't even get yeah. It's I will never forget one time at the Jersey Shore. Oh. I went for a swim and yeah. I felt something brush up against my arm and I turned around and it was a used maxi pad. <laughs> <laughs> I almost vomited, and oh I God. just, oh, oh, oh Jesus, <laughs> yeah, you don't too often see that stuff here, and the nonprofit, obviously, ha we, we all, we're always cleaning anything up that we do find in the ocean, but um, we have a problem with micro microplastics, but that's yes. just the way it is, but we clean it up, and, um, but the ocean compared to back home, you know, as soon as you walk in, a foot in, you can't see your feet. It's dark. It's it's black. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's freezing. It's black. It smells. 
and you're like you just don't know you just don't know you know what the thing that i love the most back home was going to the large rocks where all the crabs hang out <laughs> that was oh, my cool. fun activity because i didn't go in the water i just walked around at low tide i was smelling that horrible smell and you know it's just uh, now you some people will say they like that smell but i never really liked no. it yeah but, i like um, the smell here the salt in the air yeah because there is smell. there is no really any bad smell here right. in our ocean so it's yeah we're guilt we're guilty for that one that's absolutely for sure. absolutely <laughs> okay we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back all right. all right hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth an 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way the 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, Consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we're back. Let's finish these off. Let's do it. All right, what do we got? So we have feeling guilty that every weekend is a mini vacation. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I truly make every weekend a mini vacation. I do. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for people back home, it's, uh, it's really stressful to plan out your weekend. Here, you just go do it. Within within 15 minutes, you're wherever you want to be. And, you know, I mean, you know, back home, what are you doing in October? You're raking leaves. You're burning leaves. You're closing up your pool. You're doing all this shit on the weekends. And it's just February, like... February, you're hibernating. You're hibernating. <laughs> it's like you, your weekends are filled with more work back home. Yeah. It never ends. At least here, you know, we're guilty that we actually don't do a goddamn thing. And we just go and enjoy the weekends like a two-day vacation and you know what i've uh, one big change with me coming here is that i don't plan my weekends out like i used to back home with friends like now it's just going go. to flow like if i exactly if we, if we feel like going to the beach or going on a hike or whatever i mean sometimes i'll plan a hike with my friends but other than that like it's just wake up and see how we feel yeah like we like last weekend we just woke up and see how we felt we went to the uh, manoa candy thing oh we, manoa chocolate manoa, factory we just went we just you know what do we want to do do we want to go to the beach today want to hike today no we're going to go to the manoa chocolate factory but well, then we're going to go get some mexican yeah. and, and then it, you know we we just made a choice on the spot whereas and it was perfect yeah whereas i remember back home you have to start planning on wednesday yeah. what you're going to do for the weekend and then whatever you plan for the weekend could get all screwed up if it ends up raining. Exactly. And then your whole weekend's ruined. But then you have to plan whether you're going to go over here, over there. You know, you're going to go to the beach. Are you going to go to the mountains? Are you going to go camping? Whatever it is, whatever you're going to do for the weekend, uh, it's a whole event. You have to plan it out. You have to plan it out like a little mini vacation. <laughs> Here you don't. You just go. It's 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 Saturday morning. Make a decision it's right there. It's spontaneous, and I yes. love it. Yes, and that is another reason why we're so stressless and laid back. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. laid back. We don't have to worry about that stuff. If you want, you can literally drive around the island, and at that moment, you're on the North Shore. It's sunset. Watch the sunset. You know what? We're not going to go back home. We're going to stay at the Turtle Bay Resort for the night, and we're just going to make a little mini vacation of this. It's and you so can do fun. that. Yeah, you can just totally do that. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so I mean, that's the great thing about 
every weekend be a mini vacation. Yeah, you can do what you want, and it doesn't matter. I'm guilty about that. Oh, me too. And (laughs) especially if I do have a stressful week of work, because sometimes I really do, especially this time of year is my busy season. Right. The weekends, I just love to take full advantage. I love it. And when I say take full advantage, I don't have to be running around like a maniac doing a million things. Sometimes I'm just relaxing on the beach. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just whatever, whatever I need, whatever my body is craving or feeling we i can just go do it right right that's simple love it all right okay feeling guilty by the overwhelming hawaiian music that surrounds us wherever we go on the islands that's a huge one happy yeah they don't have this happy music on the mainland unless they just pick it on their pandora channels and listen to (laughs) hawaiian wherever they are yeah, it's, I mean, whether you listen to, like, the older classic Hawaiian music or the Jawaiian or, yeah. you know, the Hawaiian reggae. Contemporary, like whatever you want to call it. 70s, yeah, whatever you want to listen it. to. It's all beautiful and mellow or happy and chipper. But we're surrounded by it, no matter what you do, whether you're in the car, you're at your house, you're in the store, you're in a restaurant, you're just walking around Haleiwa Town on the North Shore... You can hear it on the speakers outside. Everywhere you go, Hawaiian music's playing. It's a happy time. You know, back home, you're going to Walmart, you're going to over this, you got people everywhere. It's friggin', it's stressful as hell. There's no Hawaiian music playing. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> and even though we're surrounded by it and hear it everywhere, it's still a lot of times what I choose to play at home, too, because I'm like, oh, what do I feel like listening to? Not always, but a lot of times I'm like, oh, I want some Hawaiian music. Yeah, I would say 50%. Of my music listening, fifty percent mm-hmm. is Hawaiian. Yeah, totally. Fifty percent, and then every other form of music is in the other fifty percent. Ten percent, ten percent, ten percent. You know, um, but yeah, half half the music I listen to is all different kind of Hawaiian. And you know, unless you are on iHeart or Spotify or you know you're listening to Pandora, you know you're not hearing any Hawaiian music outside or anywhere around. And uh, Mainland needs more of that because I remember working back home and playing Hawaiian music and everybody would always question, what are you listening to? What is that? You know, and they would make fun of it. And then the next thing you know, I've talked about it before, the next thing you know, a couple of weeks later, a month later, they're they're singing along, <laughs> they're mm-hmm. doing the lyrics of the song, they're dancing, and I'm like, oh, and see, man, you got the Hawaiian bug, Hawaiian music <laughs> bug. So, yeah, we, we, we feel guilty about that, that we get to listen to all this incredible music and hear some of the new music for the first time in Hawaii before everybody else listens to it. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's sometimes, incredible. like, if you're feeling, like, a little stressed or tired or whatever and you stop at the gas station and you hear it playing, it just picks you right back up. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it is great. It really is great. It's, it's so incredible. So listen to it at home. Yep. Right on. What right. we got? Do you want to read the next one? Feeling guilty that everyone is treated far more equally here. Uh, blacks, whites, Asians, Polynesians, straight, gay, trans, whatever. Um, we we, so we discussed this. This is referring to equity, not equally. Okay, I mean, yes. Um, I mean, yeah. I I mean, say what you want to say. Yeah, I'm not going to say a lot on it. I'm going to say, I mean, social justice has become a huge issue as of right now. And we're, it's not perfect here by any means. Um, but... The point is true. It's a lot better here than it is on the mainland. Yeah. And I think a big part of that, too, is it is such a cultural mixing pot. Like, it's such a mesh of different cultures here and different different ethnicities and races. Yeah, there is. It's it's amazing here. And uh, a lot of times you don't know what people are. So 
I don't know what it is about that, but I think that's a very significant thing that people don't really talk about. When you don't know what they are, it seems to be more accepting or whatever, but then some people go ahead and start separating people and start making judgments about certain groups of people on the mainland. Here, so it's not as It's bad not like, here. yeah, here it's not like, it's not as bad. Uh, it's, uh, I don't see it. I, I remember what I dealt with back in uh, New England and Boston and what I've dealt with here. And me personally, from what I've seen, it's 100% difference to me. Uh, but what it I've still seen. exists. It's, well, it and exists it's everywhere. An, it's an issue everywhere, absolutely. Well, human beings, it's just the way it is. We're not perfect, but it's more per. Well, it's not more perfect, but it's better here in Hawaii than it is anywhere else. You know, Hawaii was also one of the first states to make, um, you know, marriage for all couples. Right. It doesn't matter, which is a very wonderful thing. Oh, I, totally. I believe that all everybody should be treated equally and that uh, if you love somebody, it doesn't matter who or what they are. Uh, if you love your dog, you should be able to marry your dog. <laughs> well. <laughs> if you love your birdie, if you love your parrot, they're going to live 70, 80 years. You might as well be able to marry your parrot. Why not? That'd be fun. So it doesn't matter. Whoever you love, of you course, should be able to spend course, the rest of your life with those people. Yeah. So I think, and also, you know, because we have so much diversity here in Hawaii, yeah. um, there's a point, like there's definitely points being made to continue to make improvements in this area when it comes to equity and social justice and I think the push is really strong here compared to some areas on the mainland too where um, people just tend to sit back a little more and yeah, just go with what they know so like you said yeah. you know with gay marriages being allowed yeah. to happen here um, you know one of the first places I think that Hawaii it's a good it's a good place for this to take off for changes to happen, changes to be made. Yeah, Hawaii is one of the front runners when it comes to things like that, and uh, different than the mainland where it's kind of been kind of accepted in some places and people just deal with it. Here in Hawaii, in many ways, um, singling out people, groups, and things like that, it's unacceptable here, unacceptable here. and um, it's kind of highly frowned upon uh, because of the diversity that we have here and the different things that have happened to particular groups that live here, like the Hawaiians, like the Chinese, like the Japanese. We don't have a lot of black people in Hawaii, but we we know Asian groups have been singled out here in Hawaii, especially uh, where we're too. You know, we're going to do a future mm -hmm. podcast right. about that, about the Niihau incident, yeah. because we did further looking into that. We did a show on... Um, Niihau and Ka'alave, but we haven't done the actual podcast on the Niihau incident that actually began the process of having uh, internment camps here for Chinese and Japanese and other Asian groups. It opened my eyes so yeah, much. Yeah. I was not aware of that history here. Yeah. So I. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, so we're Hawaii do is, a show on is, it. is is well ahead of the game when they see what's happened, and that's unacceptable here now, singling out groups. And uh, doing things like that, it seems to be more on like everybody is actually, thank God, created more equal here in Hawaii. When you, you know, it's, it depends on what they do, how they act, and, and their actions taken. Then you make a judgment. You don't make a judgment before then here. Yeah, it so seems. I'm, I'm going to go back to saying it's not perfect, but yeah. it's better here than on the mainland. But there are certainly still issues here. Yeah, I mean, I think the largest group of people who gets, gets the shaft here are white people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, for the first time in my life it's a good experience yeah, it is it a very is. good experience for the first time in my life uh you know and this is a guilty thing um uh we get to be right in it right we get, we get to see 
how we're not that way okay first okay i don't have an issue with the way i'm treated actually it's okay but i see it i see it and i feel it um where in other places i haven't as much like i see the fact that you know we're a minority here like you so see the we're fact around that sometimes you feel that you're just being tolerated rather than accepted or yeah um at least i i do sometimes feel that no i get it I, for some reason for me it doesn't i don't know bother yeah. me right it does so it doesn't that bother wasn't me what i was referring to at all but oh, um oh. Yeah. yeah, but it does exist for sure. Yeah, so that that doesn't bother me here. Like you can call me Holly all, all you want. Yeah, I, I don't mean, care either. Just just put a good Holly in front of it. Don't mm -hmm. put a fucking Holly behind. You know. <laughs> so as long as you call me Holly and I get it, you know, you see me as a white guy. Blah 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 blah. Okay, that's fine. Um, it doesn't bother me. But I kind of see how from the uh, from the outside inside how it works in Hawaii, how it has worked, what has happened in Hawaii in the past, and you get a real good schooling here that you may not get in some states on the mainland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, All what right. we got? We have feeling guilty of our captivating daily sun showers. Yeah, this is really also based how the rainbow system works here. Absolutely. Um, and the idea that the sun showers come in for 15, 20 minutes, but it's still sunny out while it's raining and there's rainbows everywhere. It's what I get all day long in the winter at yeah. my house, and I just love it. I love it. Yeah, so there's not a lot of that. On the mainland, the way it works like that. If right, a storm, it gets dark and dreary when yeah, it rains. Yeah, if a system comes in, it hovers, it sticks around, there's not too much sunshine popping out, you're not getting rainbows everywhere. And, you know, we're guilty of the fact that every day a sun shower will come in. And if you look in the right direction, every day I said, ooh, it's raining, it's sunny, ooh, let me go outside, let me do a 360-degree turn, and I'm going to see a rainbow somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because that's just the way it's going to be. And, you know, you don't always have that on the mainland. And, and, and that's one of the guilty pleasures of uh, living in Hawaii. I totally agree. All right. All right. Okay. So we're on our last, last one. Last one. Whoa. All right. It is feeling guilty about having the Aloha spirit and how so many people do not understand it. Yes. That's probably one of the most greatest gifts I've ever been given is to learn and understand the Aloha spirit. I agree. And to see it in others, and, and, and a lot of people that come to Hawaii, we've talked about it many fucking times. You know, when people come here, Hawaii's beautiful, Hawaii's that, the food's this, you know, snorkeling, blah, 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 mountains, yeah. But you come back because of the feeling you get. That aloha. Which is the aloha. I totally agree. It's, it's true. It yeah. is absolutely 100% true. And so many people who haven't been here just yeah. can't understand that because it's not something you can just put into words and no. teach them. They have to feel it. They no. have to live it. They if have you to experience want, it. Yeah, if you want to go to Mexico and have a cheap, warm, sunny vacation, that's fine. Just don't expect the aloha spirit to be there. Yeah. And so when you go to Florida where it's nice, or you go to, you know, the Caribbean, yes, there's things about it that are nice and the people are certain ways, but... If you've been to Hawaii and you've been to other tropical places, you know there's something missing from those other places that you can't understand. It's that aloha that you crave yes. that yes. really is what makes you want to come back to Hawaii, Hawaii. Because there are, like you said, there's so many other beautiful places that are way cheaper to visit. Yeah, yeah. But they just but they're missing have, something. Yeah, they don't have this aloha spirit. Yeah, and you can't, it, you know, we've talked about it in past podcasts. You can't really explain it unless you come and experience it yourself it. in the mana, the power and spirituality of the islands. It exists. It's here. 
And uh, that's just something that's unparalleled. And we feel highly guilty of the fact that if you have not been to Hawaii, you can't comprehend or understand it. And then, you know, then people go, what are you talking about? You know, well, I can't explain it. We can't explain it. So that's, I think that's the most thing I feel guilty about is, is the fact that I understand what the Aloha Spirit is. And, and, every, and our listeners do. And not only do you understand it, but you live it. You live it. You live and Aloha. It's a lifestyle change that changes you and it changes everybody around you. It's the Aloha life. It is the Aloha <laughs> life. <laughs> All right. Well, we did it. Yeah, we finished up. Um, got a couple of things to say first. Shirts and hats are continuing to be sent out. We're sending out more on Friday. Some people are sending pictures. Greg, we just got your picture mid-podcast. <laughs> so we know you got your package. Awesome. And they're going to be sending us some yummy goodness, him and his son. So we're excited to find out all about the little mini chef. That's so cool. I know. We're going to discuss him too on the next podcast. Hopefully Aww. we get everything by then. Next week, it's the large boxes we'll be sending out and finding out the cost of the Australian and Canadian packages. Uh, and we'll take it from then. So please be patient. People are getting their packages, obviously. And people are going to continue to get their packages over the next couple of weeks. All right. Sounds okay. good. Mahalo to all our patrons for their continued support to keep the podcast up and running. Without you, the podcast wouldn't be possible. It just wouldn't Mahalos. be. We continue to get requests for Aloha Life shirts and hats from those outside our podcast patron group. Currently, our clothing line and brand are only available to our patrons until we secure more patron funding. Once we reach first goal on our patron page, we'll be opening the Aloha Life clothing brand store. For everyone to order from, patrons will continue to get free and discounted new swag for being a dedicated supporter. I can't wait. It's going to be All so right. fun. Yeah. Lastly, just a reminder, if you are a patron, please join our patron-only Facebook group for supporting patrons, which is separate from the Aloha Life podcast page. This group allows patrons to privately communicate with each other, tell each other's personal stories, and post personal pictures and videos on our private lives and grow closer together as Ohana. This group will also be used for planning patron group vacations, trips together in Hawaii, and getting together so patrons pay less for meeting up. Yeah, you know, I'm if so they come, if they come in together, this. yeah, and Mark has led this way, and um, this is all part of something for like Robert brought it up, uh, Mark brought it up, we brought it up, and what a good way to do it. Everyone comes out, stays in a big house, and we all pay less money to stay in it. Totally, and it'll be so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are a patron, please join. If you haven't, you can find the group on Facebook at the Aloha Life patrons. Now, please only join if you're a supporting patron because we yes. have had requests of non-patrons. We unfortunately cannot, cannot approve them because yeah. this group is specific for our patron family. Right. Um, however, we do have our regular uh, um, Aloha Life Facebook page correct. that you can like if you are not a patron. Yeah. And but if you're a patron, we'll join you. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love how our Ohana is connecting on that yeah, it's getting a little. It's, it's get, really, it's, it's getting fun. It, it, it's getting a little dirty over there. It's funny. It's getting a little dirty. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's really funny. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we're going to listen to another uh, song from S. Dib, Pretty Face, and we'll see you next week. Sound good. All right, shoot, aloha.
So that officer right away range Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Maikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous. Wow. 
Shine 